0: Tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the UK Health Security Agency has declared a national incident after the worst measles outbreak in the West Midlands since the 1990s. Why are cases in England and Wales rising? That's after a short break. Ellie Roscoe caught measles when she was in her early twenties. Here's her mum speaking to Sky News.
1: I thought we wouldn't get through it. That that's that's the truth.
0: Measles is highly contagious, and it can lead to life-threatening complications, including pneumonia and meningitis.
1: Um, she was delirious. Her body was covered in the rash, which you couldn't touch her skin.
0: The disease spread to Ellie's lungs and her liver. And years later, she still suffers the consequences. Back in 2017, the World Health Organisation declared that Britain was measles-free. Put simply, there hadn't been a case that originated in the country for three years. It was a public health success story. But it didn't last.
2: Measles is back and the West Midlands is at the centre of the surge cases are at their highest since the mid-1990s as vaccination rates in parts of Birmingham and the black country have slumped to amongst the lowest in the country.
0: Liam Byrne is the Labour MP for Hodge Hill in Birmingham. He told Tortoise's news meeting podcast about the current situation in the West Midlands.
2: Uh, So we've had about 167 confirmed cases between beginning of October and 12th January um, with about another 88 confirmed. So that is, you know, that is a significant number.
0: The most recent data shows that those numbers have risen since the beginning of January to 216 confirmed cases and 103 probable cases. So how did we get here? In the 1960s, there were hundreds of thousands of measles cases in the UK every year. Then, in 1968, a vaccine was introduced. In the 1980s, it became the MMR vaccine, the combined vaccine for measles, mumps and rubella. Since that first vaccine in the 1960s, around 20 million cases and roughly 4,500 deaths are estimated to have been prevented. But one of the causes for the current outbreak is thought to be vaccine hesitancy. In the late 90s, some parents were influenced by Andrew Wakefield, a now discredited doctor who claimed that there was a link between the MMR vaccine and autism. Although that has since been comprehensively disproven, the claims have had a long-term impact on people born in the late 90s and early noughties. It's why Ellie Roscoe, whose mum we heard from earlier, wasn't fully vaccinated. Here's her mum explaining the fears she had at the time.
1: Am I risking measles or autism? And I thought at the time that the autism was far worse than the measles.
0: There has also been a general decline in vaccine uptake over the past decade, thought to have been made worse in recent years by Covid-related misinformation. Only around 85% of children in the UK who are starting primary school have had both MMR vaccines. It needs to be 95% to stop the disease spreading. In some areas, like Birmingham and Manchester, it's as low as 75%. And so, the disease has spread. In 2023, there were 1,603 suspected cases of measles, more than double the year before, and four times the number of cases in 2021. But it's not just about lack of trust in vaccines. Liam Byrne, the Labour MP, thinks it's also down to underinvestment in the NHS.
2: COVID has basically knocked the health system for six, though. So a lot of the kind of safeguards and provisions which we had um, have basically not really recovered since the COVID pandemic. And the, the reality is that in parts of inner city Birmingham, The the primary care system, the GPs, are so thinly spread now that it is practically impossible to see a GP in uh, lots and lots of circumstances.
0: And it's all made worse by the fact that many people don't really understand just how dangerous measles can be. That's partly because the previous vaccination campaigns were so successful that most parents haven't come across it. So what can be done to stop the situation getting worse? We'll have more after the break.
2: Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.
0: NHS England has launched a campaign to improve vaccination rates. Public health officials are contacting the parents of millions of unprotected children to encourage them to make appointments. They'll be targeting areas with particularly low uptake first, like Birmingham, Ian Byrne, the MP, says the situation requires local as well as national solutions.
2: So our health service was organising calls with MPs, for example, last week. And, you know, that's important because we know our communities best. I mean, I remember during the Covid crisis, it took me some time to convince people that we needed to set up vaccination tents in the car parks of mosques, for example. Here, you've got to do a combination of stuff that is based at schools, school gates... Um, as well as places of worship. But I mean, that's, you know, that's something that would work in the context of my community, which is quite a tight-knit community and a dense inner city place. Um, but, but unless you've got that kind of street-level intelligence that is feeding into the kind of solution design, then you can spend a lot of time and money not really getting anywhere.
0: But measles is also going to need a global response. According to the World Health Organization, there was a nearly 45-fold increase in measles cases in Europe last year. The organisation believes that this is a hangover from Covid when fewer children were vaccinated. In the meantime, it's probably worth keeping the symptoms in mind. A high fever, coughing, sore and red watery eyes, sneezing and a rash. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sensemaker from Tortoise. If you'd like to find out more about the anti-vax movement, my colleague Alexi Mostris made a series last year about Andrew Wakefield. It's called Dr Anti-vax. To listen, just search Tortoise Investigates wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was written by me, Claudia Williams, and mixed by Ella Hill. Tortoise.
1: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24.
2: Hello, I'm Giles Whittell, Tortoise's deputy editor. On the News Meeting podcast, we try to make sense of what should be leading the news with three guests who each pitched the story they think matters most. And once a month, we record a live episode in our newsroom. The next one is on the 27th of March, and I'm going to be joined by the brilliant author and podcaster Elizabeth Day. To come to the event and tell us what you think should lead the news, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. That is tortoisemedia.com forward slash book.